Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Exit Hate Podcast. You've got myself being John and Darren with us today, uh, and we're both from members of the Far Right. So today, we're, we're sort of just going to talk about how there is a life away from the Far Right. You know, we've done a lot of these podcasts talking about things related to the Far Right, but we, we don't really ever talk about, you know, how there is a life away. Um, so for me personally, you know, since I've left uh, and I've rebuilt a lot of, you know, friendships uh, that was once broken and was once, you know, almost lost. You know, I do spend a lot of time with my friends now. Now, those friendships aren't going to come back straight away. You know, th- there is a, there is a time period from when you walk away to those friendships being rebuilt where you have to regain their trust. You know, the, it isn't like a snap of the fingers and everyone comes back straight away. There is a time period where you have to rebuild that their trust. And, you know, that period can can take a month, it can take 12, but eventually those friends will come back. Once they've realised that you've changed, they will give you that second chance. Um, and, and, you know, they'll, they'll accept you back into their group. Now, this is something that, you know, uh, you know happened to me uh, during those first few months where I was still re regaining the trust um you know i was doing a lot of things i was going to the gym a lot um you know i I found the gym helped me a lot you know when i was still getting a little bit angry and i was still getting a little bit aggy uh because that stays with you for a while you know that that sort of instant aggression that instant anger it it takes a while to learn to control that um so for me you know i was i was going to the gym a lot i was working out a lot uh, I started to get back into combat sports as well after a while. Um, and I wasn't getting into combat sports. I wanted to hurt anyone or, you know, I wanted to channel this anger into a big knockout punch and, and beat somebody up. It was just as a form of discipline, you know. Uh, I'd done combat sports when I was a lot younger and then I came back to it as a form of discipline where I could sort of go to the gym, be a part of something, be a part of a little community uh, and work out. Um, and then, you know, after I, you know, after you know, I did this this for a while on my own. My friends started to trust me again, and I started to get you know invited back to uh, to things like parties and uh, and start to play five side football with them again, and uh, start to go and watch the football with them again. Uh, and you know that that really is a big thing of what I do now. You know, uh, I still consistently you know go to combat sport. You know, I'm still training uh, jiu-jitsu and wrestling and a little bit of MMA striking here and there as well. Um, you know, I recently competed in a charity MMA fight uh, to, to raise some money for some fantastic causes. Um, you know, I've potentially got another couple of, uh, of charity fights coming up uh, to raise money for, for these fantastic causes, which, which you know, mean a lot to me and, uh, you know, a lot to those around me. Um, and that's a big part of what I do now, you know. Um, all that anger and hatred is completely gone. You know, I, I train in the gym uh, with people of all different, uh, you know, skin colours and different religions and different backgrounds. Um, and you know, it, it's it's absolutely fantastic. You know, uh, you know, Darren, I know, I know you've done a lot in the gyms. Um, you know, in your time, and there's nobody you respect more than somebody that you've had a, you know, a, a bit of a spar with and, and things like that. Um, and you know when when you're sparring with these lads, you know, and, and even women as well that you're sparring with, um, you you get that respect for them, and you, you know, unless you've got in the ring or you've got in the octagon or you you've got on one of the mats, it's hard to describe. You know, it's hard to describe that respect you have for an individual once you've, you know, you've gone to war with them, and um, 
and, and for me, you know, combat sports is a fantastic discipline, and it, and it really does keep me keep me straight. Uh, you know, one or two injuries sort of will put you off it, but. Uh, but yeah, for me, you know, I, I really love combat sport and playing football as well, playing football in a five-side team, where again, it's a very multicultural um, thing. You know, we don't have set teams. We sort of throw it out to the community. People can come and play whatever background they're from, whatever the age they are. You know, we keep teams nice and even, nice and fair. Um, and we just have a game of football because, you know, we're all uh, sort of lads at work full-time um, where we don't get to play football like we used to in the park and, you know, running around like lunatics for hours upon end so uh you know once a week we we go and have a kick about and, and play a nice a nice game of footy uh together and you know sometimes with people that we've we've never met before just people from the community that have seen our poster and and look up and have a match um so so that's sort of stuff that you know I've, I've really done uh you know since walking away from the far right in my personal life of course in in terms of professional sense we you know i, I have this job where you know, I'm so fortunate to educate people on the dangers of far-right extremism and encourage people not to make the same silly mistakes I did. Um, but I know that is something that a lot of you guys, uh, you know, wouldn't experience, and it is very unique to me. Um, so, so yeah, that's sort of, what sort of stuff goes on in my personal life, really, now Now I've walked away. Um, Darren, you know, what sort of stuff are you up to now, now you've come away from the far-right? And <clears throat> Well, for me, I found um, getting some... Walking was a real good um, good thing for me, just walking. As I've got older, um, just trying to hold down a, a bit of a physical job as well, a few days a week. Um, walking was a real good headspace for me. Um, but like I say, like you say, John, I've always done my physical sports. When you're being physical all your life, and I have been physical all my life, and then you, you pick up them injuries and you start to slow down or you can't go in, you can't play being that, a member of that football team no more and miss that change room banner and all that camaraderie is, is a big hole in your life, big hole. And you can struggle to find what they feel that with. But for me, um, I, I found walking really good. I, I never viewed walking as exercise because I was either running five miles or I've done my BCKO karate and, played my football. I was all physical, physical, physical. So walking to me was something you did to warm down. But, oh, it's great. It's, it's a great thing to do. It really is. You know, I've stretched my mileage out. Um, I walk out into the country. Um, I get in touch with nature. And I'm seeing things at a much slower level, which is such a, a blessing, in some, uh, blessing in some ways. Because as I've grown and, and, and my younger, it's all physical and activity and fast, fast, fast. Now it's probably been um forced on me to a point but um with my walking and going out into the country you're seeing things at a slower pace and rate and things that all my life I, i've missed you know it might sound um you know if, um well even if i'm walking now and a butterfly flies past me i look up what type of butterfly that is so it's led me um down a completely different path getting older leaving the edl um getting out of um not, not not being that person I was on the terraces no more. Um, I'm at that point in my life, and I've always been a bit arty, John. I've always been a bit arty. Um, as a child, um, didn't have a lot of money. Um, parents died when I was young. I, I, there was always a pencil or a bit of paper. And then, obviously, the pencil and a bit of paper, when you start getting good at it, you start buying a proper pad and a rubber and a few pencils. And I was all been a bit arty. So I picked up on my drawing, my sketching again. 
Uh, that went to the wayside in my 30s when I was raising my two sons. I don't get a lot of time. Anyone to tell you that, you know, you can't even sit down and draw about and pull in your, 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 um, your drawing pad. So that went to the wayside. You just get out of the habit. So I've picked up on that now, which is, again, it's, um, it's a very peaceful thing to do. Um, it gives me some space. And you see something develop on the page, and you've done that. And um, the old butterfly feelings are coming back again when I'm drawing and, and, and the sketch starts coming coming into shape if you like you know you stopping well i ain't bad at this i'm not bad at this um and that's a good feeling and then when you're out walking and you're picking up on things and then you discover what a cabbage butterfly is and they're flying all around you all your life and you don't realize and you're 56 years of age or 55 and you start picking up on all these things in your environment it's very pleasing it's really pleasing in some ways you wish you'd sort of took it all in when you was younger but you know, uh, you don't when you're young, you're full of energy and beans, aren't you? You know, um, so I'm doing that. And um, obviously I'm, with that, I'm a decorator by trade. So I fall back on that skill a little bit. And I'm also um, um, do some, obviously um, done some mentoring for Exit Hay. And um, we're here today on this podcast. And so, you know, I'm doing a lot of work, um, obviously educating on the dangers of the far right also, um, which is turned into a bit of a passion of mine. It's something... I didn't think would be, but I realised that I really want to do it, um, and I'm thinking about it quite a lot when I'm not doing it on my walks, coming up with ideas. So that's me, really, uh, John. This is how what I found. I found myself going on long walks, not necessarily lonely ones. Very um, get your head together time. Absolutely. Sketching, drawing, um, drawing. I'm very slow at. I'm really slow at it. I really wish I was fast, <laughs> but I'm a very slow drawer and sketcher and my watercolours. Um takes a long time for it, for it to develop on the page. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a real good thing I found. I'm good at it. And uh, it's something that I always did as a kid. I'd, one of my secret passions was art. It was always football was my, you know, activity, activity, football, football, watch it, play it. Um, but my, my favourite, obviously, lessons at school would have been my double art lesson. I had the best Friday at school, really. Um, double art lesson and then double PE. So that was kind of... That's a top day. Yeah, that's a top day, yeah. Especially when you love both. It was kind of day made for me, really. Um, and I remember the art teachers really encouraging me and I would respond to them. I would respond to them because I was doing it off my own steam at home. And I remember them actually being all really shocked and surprised at how good at it all was. Because um, I used to play up at school quite a lot. Um, so I found art calmed me, drawing calmed me. And I'm finding my walks really keep me on that um, very, uh, very happy equilibrium. As well as getting exercise, feeling good. It's the nearest thing to get. When you do exercise, John, you do, when you run, and after a five-mile run, you get your shower or your bath, and then you're sitting on the edge of that bath afterwards. You're dried up, and you're sitting on the edge of it. That's what you do it for, that feeling. It's just there's nothing like it in the world. And the feeling walking, actually, I have to go on long walks for it. I walk 10 miles, or I could do 15. I walk two marathons. Um, so, um, yeah, so that feeling when you've completed something like that afterwards, when you're all, when you're all showered up and you put on them clean clothes, it's just great feeling of absolutely everything's left you 
um you've got that you're free spirited again um you know you need that rest you need to re-energize so that's forced on you and it's just for a couple of days it's a good place to be it's really nice Really absolutely and I, I and again that that feeling is something that i can relate to as well you know uh when you're in the gym you know you're doing sit-ups or you know you're running and you slowly notice your progress and if you're anything like me i write absolutely everything down i write how much i can lift how far i can sprint and when you look back at your padding you're like oh i can lift 10 kg heavier this week than i did last month um and then you go oh i can do 20 more sit-ups this this month than i did last month and seeing that progress and seeing that Progressioning yourself is absolutely fantastic. Again, going back to the combat sport thing, um, if you're in the gym, you're doing jujitsu, you might get put in an armbar a hundred times. You know, a hundred times consistently get put in the armbar and it can get you down, but then you'll learn a defense to it and you'll get out of the armbar. And that feeling when you escape it, or that feeling when you, you lock on a new submission that you've been working on for months, or you get that new transition, like wrestling transition, it's so satisfying. It's a satisfaction like any other. Um, yeah. So again, you know, um, there is a life outside the far right, the second chances, um, there's that ability to be successful, to find the passion, to find things that you love away from the racism and away from the hatred. Um, and if you want to experience what me and Darren are talking about right now, and you know, you want to experience that freedom and, and, and that, that real sense of, of pride in what you're doing and, and pride in something um, that isn't hurting anybody else, uh, in, in, you know, I say that while doing MMA, but you know what I mean. Um, if you do want that 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 great feeling that me and Darren are talking about, please do not be afraid to reach out to us at Exit Hate. Um, you know, Exit Hate, there's no judgment, just support. You know, a lot of us are former far right members like myself and Darren. You know, we've been in your position or a very similar position to you. Uh, so please do not be afraid to reach out to us and you can do that on social media you can do that via our website or you can do that by giving us a call on 0800 999 1945 uh, and what we'll do is we'll set up a meeting for you to talk to somebody like myself or Darren um, and have a conversation with somebody that that you know you know, has your best interests at heart uh, and can help you get that advice to walk away from the far right uh, so once again, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I really, really do appreciate all you guys listening in. Uh, if you are interested in other podcasts that we've done, please do check out the Exit Hub or our Exit Spotify account, and you'll find all of our, uh, you know, more, uh, you know, historic podcasts on there. Uh, and also, don't be afraid to turn on notifications to make yourself aware of when new podcasts do get released. So once again, thank you guys for listening and uh, and tuning into this uh, this podcast. And we'll hopefully catch you in the next one. Thank you, guys.